This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Sammy Bird. You probably have never heard of that name. But Sammy Bird is running for governor of the state of Washington in 2024. He is an African American. He has served. He was a, a, a former Green Beret. Uh, has been injured in combat, speaks a lot of common sense. Obviously, he's running for a political uh, office spot, so there's a little bit of stump speeching involved in this podcast, but I like what he says. I like the fact that he talks about common sense. I love the fact that he came from a non-hunting background, but is a staunch proponent of hunting and has some strong opinions of what he would do with the commission in the state of Washington. So, all you state of Washington people, listen to this. We'll get Sammy back on when he wins the primary next year and see if he's got more thoughts around the commission then. But a good introduction to someone running for governor who wants to fix the hunter quandrum conundrum that is Washington state right now. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to, to non-hunters that it's, it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name. My name. Is <laughs> Does my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. <laughs> Braxton, you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Mm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a, a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. Uh, let me make sure I'm uh, appropriately addressing. Uh, what do you prefer to go by? I can say a lot of. Different I go by Sammy, 
So semi bird, so semi. semi. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Semi. I think you're the best dressed guest <laughs> we've ever had on Blood Origins. Yeah. I don't think we've ever had anyone in a suit and tie, my friend. I I am actually. I was going to silence my phone. I am actually uh, going to a formal liberty dinner, and uh, and I went to make sure I had a visit with you before I go. So, <laughs> dude, it's amazing. Look, I, I it was a it was a you know, one of those like Hail Mary football passes that I was like, man, I saw you on a, a post that you made and you were like, man, I'm, I'm pro hunting. I was like, mm, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. And he's from Washington state. Yeah. <laughs> and you're African-American. Yeah. Um, I was like, man, I want to talk to this guy. And so <laughs> Hail Mary DM in, slid into your DMs, not like that, but slid into your DMs and said, hey, Love to have a conversation with you. Um, love to put your voice on a, a more global platform like we have. And you're yeah. like, yep, I'm interested. Let's do it. Absolutely. I'm down to earth. That's how we have to be, right? Yeah, you have to be down to earth, man. And you have to, you know, especially for the office that you are running for. You, yeah. There's politics involved. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I've lived in the political game for 25 years. I understand it. You understand uh, it. Yeah. But there's also a bunch of pragmatism. And an also... You're doing this also for reasons beyond, dare I say, grandeur. It's like, man, yes. I see the people. I want, to, I want to help the people. I want to help the resources. I want the state to be the best it can possibly be. 100%. And then that is why, you know, when we talk about common sense and that concept of the people, by the people, for the people, th th that's it. We forgot that. We, we forgot that I'm the people. <laughs> You're the people, right? We're the people. And, and that's it. Not career politicians. I, you know, what I would say, career Americans, mm -hmm. right? From our perspective, right? Love this that. side. So, yeah, absolutely. Sammy, introduce yourself, please. Uh, and I will I'll add to a little bit to what you say, but introduce yourself to the audience. Yeah, just, you know, going back, uh, my name is Sammy Bird. I'm running for governor for Washington State. Um, literally the kit that was born in the, the inner city projects or some would call the ghetto single mom, uh, seven children, pre-civil rights. Um, and, uh, yeah, I had an amazing mother and she raised me to be a strong, resilient young man. Uh, she raised me, uh, to be accountable, not to blame, not to have personal excuses, but to take accountability for my life, and my actions. And, you know, like any other young person, you you find your way in life and you slip, you fall, you get up, you get back on that path, back on the light, and you keep moving forward. I like to say I, I kind of grew forward, right? But my mother always raised me to believe in myself, to say, yes, I can. There's nothing I can't do if I work hard enough for it. Um, I, you know, struggled in school, grade, through school, grade school through high school, and I dropped out of high school after my 11th grade. I joined the United States Marine Corps. I served as a Marine, two enlistments, received my good conduct medal, my, my honorable discharge. And uh, but I did get my high school diploma while I was in. And then I went to college and I got my bachelor's degree in business administration. I later got my master's degree uh, in human resource development with many other follow-on, you know, went to UCLA for an entrepreneurship uh, graduate program. Um, went to uh, finish my PhD in organizational psychology. I still have to finish my research, though. Um, gosh, what else? Uh, 16 years later, I, uh, uh, after 9-11, I, 
applied for Army Special Forces. You know, I, I, I volunteered and I became a Green Beret Special Forces uh, at age 43, went to combat as a Special Forces, uh, on Special Forces 18, uh, served in combat, um, was decorated um, in combat, was wounded in combat, uh, went into intelligence, Special Forces intelligence. I, I worked in that area for a while, worked out of embassies for a while. Uh, left active duty, went into federal government. I had planned on staying in the intelligence field, going into the CIA, but I decided to, um, excuse me, I decided to, when we got pregnant with our youngest child, to, to take a different route, and I went to a different federal agency. Um, I went to the United States Department of Energy. I started out as a GS nothing, so lower <laughs> ranks, and I worked my way up to a GS 14 out of 15 nice. and retired as a federal director. I retired from the military as well. Um, and now you want to run for governor. Yeah. So, you know, I've got a resume, just like any other person, you, you know, you work your way through life, you find your way, see what works out for you. And I, I kind of, I'd like to say I fell into success, but I'm not going to lie. I worked hard for everything I have, yeah. you know, uh, everything earned, nothing given. But uh, yeah. And so here I am running for governor. Haven't held a political office in the state of Washington before this run? Yes. And so okay. when our governor in Washington state shut down our state because of COVID, um, shut down our churches, shut down our schools, I had a problem with all of the above. Imposed those mandates. I had a problem with that. Um, I had a problem with, uh, in particular, the fact that my daughter came home from school with a laptop and they thought that she was going to get a quality education just learning from a laptop computer. And I said no. So I put her in private school. But I ran for school board because every child deserves a quality education. And, and why are only private schools open during this? Yeah. And how many parents, like my mother, we lived in poverty, right? She couldn't afford it unless there was a grant or unless someone gifted. And so I said, we need to fix our public education system and, and running from it and just simply putting your child in a private school because of the breakdown of public schools. That for me was what I would call for me, a coward's way out. And so I ran for school board. I was elected for school board. Okay. I fought on the school board okay. uh, for students' rights, for parents' rights. I fought against uh, the mandates because we had the highest suicide rates because of the depression from the mass. Um, we had a high suicide rate. Again, we, we had lost learning. And so, again, a lot of things we did, good things. Uh, we ensured that we were teaching truth in history, civics, not critical race theory. Um, we, we took a stance against the mass mandates. I told you that, um, we value parents' rights and got them more engaged. And we created a strategic plan so that we were more fiscally responsible and that we performed towards academic excellence to raise the level of education quality for our students, which is why we're here. Right? So I'm proud of that. And as I continue to see how this administration performed, well, it's been terrible. And they continue to take away our constitutional rights, and they're not performing, right? We, we continue, or they continue to tax us, take money from the citizens, and they recklessly spend it with no accountability whatsoever. We have lawlessness, we have a homeless problem, and we're really at the precipice. So our state is on the decline, and we need leadership. And I spent my entire life learning how to be the best leader I can be, helping others be better leaders. So I thought, so I'll you went from up. the school board to running for governor. 
Absolutely. Nice. Yes. I like it. Yeah. I like it. A lot of people are listening to this going, Robbie, are you you brought a political candidate on here and he's just doing he's just delivering a stump speech. I said, Ah, oh, just give me a little bit, man. We're gonna get to the good stuff oh, yeah, that I'm yeah, interested no. in. You know? No, I don't want to do that. You yeah. No, no, Bring no. Bring the people's voice. This is no, of course. Well, number one, thank you for your service. Um, because um I'm only able to be an American citizen because of you. I'm able you, to Brenda. raise my two boys in this country, in a in a country that affords them opportunities and privileges that I never had when I was being raised in South Africa. So just say thank you for that. My honor. Uh, let me ask this a couple of maybe personal questions. Did you you grew up in the inner city? Mm-hmm. I would expect you did not have an opportunity to go hunting as a kid. No. Let me ask Not at all. As you were growing, you know, as you moved into your teenage years, um, and maybe your 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 outlook has changed now, and that's okay. Um, did you have an opinion of hunting and hunters back then, or maybe it was just like I didn't really know it, I didn't wasn't around it, so I didn't really have an opinion. It was almost just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. So as a young person, um, I had friends who did, and again, hunting is typically generational. More often than right. not, it's generational. Right. It's it's just it's something. Well, I never had a father, <laughs> and my mother wasn't a hunter, right? And then we have some amazing female hunters, right? I know that to be true because now I'm more engaged. But going into special forces, well, you know, we go to survival, evasion, resistance, and escape, and we're very highly, and I'm underestimating that, trained in survival. And so, yes, I know how to hunt. I know how to hunt with bees. I know how to hunt with what we can make off the land. I know how to live off the land. I know trapping, snaring. <laughs> um, yes. So what's your what's your opinion you today about the activity of hunting? Yeah, and so in terms of today, specific to Washington State, so I'll, I digress a little. Bit. I want to go back. So I had a friend when I was going to college, um, and actually going in my PhD. My friend was a hunter, an avid hunter, or is an avid hunter, and I never went. He always just sent me, you know, you should go hunting with me, and I was a designated marksman, so I was a, sh- a shooter overseas. Um, and I saw um, my share of, uh, of death. Sure, and, sure. Uh, I opted post-combat not to pursue it. But he says, well, you do a lot of writing on things. Why don't you write about the North American uh, model for wildlife conservation? I'm like, what? He says, I think you're going to like it. <laughs> and I did. And this <laughs> is years ago, right? What a strange question. Oh, no. Oh, no. I've written on a lot of things. And, and I like it because it gives you, when you write and you're into writing, and, and you tie it into psychology and sociology, which the North American model does tie into sociology and how man develops, uh, civilizations develop. You know, and if you know those seven tenets, mm-hmm. right, uh, of, the, of the model, and you go back from, from the very beginning, the basics that all man has a right to survive and to hunt as a means to survive. And then you go from that into, you know, mass hunting, and then you have to tailor it down with, and so... It was fascinating, and I loved it, and we had great conversations, and so I, then I became an advocate for it. Whether I hunted or not, I, to this moment, am a strong advocate for hunters and anglers because of everything it stands for. Simply to say, because we occupy space on this planet, we change the ecological cycle, the natural state of order, sure, and people need to understand that. So I can speak to this academically, empirically, scientifically and factually, but also pragmatically, right? Um, it's common sense, and it's so well validated 
that even Europe is adapting the North American model for wildlife conservation. We have to manage. And then in Washington state, this administration, through its appointment of progressive commissioners, have violated our laws, which says we must create a balance, representation of hunters and anglers in those commissioners. And we're not seeing that. They did away with the spring bear hunt. We have an Mm -hmm. issue with cougars. We have an issue with wolves. We have a predator issue. So now we have predators moving into communities, going after um, stock, right? And, and, And that is a problem. And now we have the federal government bringing in grizzlies to the northern Cascades towards the Canadian border. But in Washington state, that is a problem when we just did away with the spring bear hunt. And this commission will not allow us to hunt predators. So there's an imbalance because they're not adhering to the model or they're not recognizing the model. There's a problem with that. And as governor, this is something I have to understand. And I plan on making a correlation or a correction to those commissioners to ensure that hunters and anglers have representation on the board as uh, with our fish and wildlife. Yeah, it's a... Washington is the poster child right now, and Washington is, man, you know, it it could lay the foundation, it could lay the fabric for what could, wildlife management could look like across the West. And it's very disconcerting in which the idea of sustainable use, and maybe I'll pose a question to you. Sustainable use is the utilization and conservation of resources. How important is that to you? Well, it is. I mean, so we have a concept of conservation, right? And understand conservation with animal preservation. I mean, just consider that, right? Or wildlife preservation. Well, the idea of animal preservation is that they don't ever die, Sammy. That's exactly it, brother. And those are two different contrasting viewpoints. And so when you appoint commissioners that are animal wildlife preservationists, if you will, and we're talking about conservation and conservation management, right? Well, conservation management is a balance. And that means that balance between predator and prey and and because we've already disturbed the natural order, right? So now the natural order would say predators will overtake prey if we do not Uh, manage it. And so uh, it stands to reason that we now have that obligation, which in the North American model suits nicely. That's why it is the answer. So I guess what to answer your question, it's very important to me as, as a governor. It should be very important to the citizens of the state And to understand the concept, you don't have to be a hunter or an angler to understand it if you are knowledgeable of it. I am knowledgeable of it. And as someone who proposes to want to lead the state, if you don't understand it, and many leaders of the state don't understand it, and that's a shame because our state is beautiful, pristine, and perfect for hunters and anglers. And then the other thing I would say in this is simply this common sense. Hunters and anglers are the best stewards of our environment, the best Mm -hmm. stewards of our wildlife, the best stewards of our forestry and our waters. Hunters and anglers. Why? 
It's generational. You protect that which you derive life and life's sustenance from. That is hunting. That is fishing. This is common sense. Someone tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, no, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> Great. Um, let me, um, you say it's generational, but you're not generational. Yeah. No, and again, this is something, as I explained earlier, would I have been? Yes. Could I have been? Yes. But I wasn't because of, of where I grew up. It's, it's very similar. You know, people will say, well, most black people don't swim. Well, you go back generations, a lot of black folks grew up in the inner city. Not a lot of swimming pools, not a lot of oceans and rivers in the inner city, right? Um, right. I, I guess you can say maybe New York and Chicago if you want to swim there. But I'm just saying people are a product of their environment often. And when you say generational, well, that ties social, sociologically, right, which is my area of study. Mm -hmm. Now mm -hmm. it makes sense, I think. And so, no, I'm not. But I care about this nation. I care about our environment. I care about our citizens and their rights and their natural rights. Natural rights goes all the way back to our declaration and our constitution. And I could cite it. Thomas Paine's Common Sense, his pamphlet that he created January 1775, that was the, that pamphlet that inspired colonists to take a stand against tyranny and monarchy. And in that pamphlet, three principles, and one was natural rights. Natural rights. Power is inherent in the people, and our rights come from two sources, depending on your belief factor. Now, I believe in God. So I believe our rights comes from God Almighty. Others could say that you're born with your natural rights. And I would, I would acquiesce to that as well if I wasn't a believer. If this makes any sense. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. first tenet mm -hmm. on the North American model speaks to this. Do we mm -hmm. not have a natural right to sustain our lives through living off the land, and that is hunting or, and or fishing? It, it all comes full circle, and it ties in not only to our natural rights, but it ties into our constitutional rights in this nation. And, and Sammy, yeah. what would you do if you became governor? Has anybody asked the question, what would you do with the commission? Well, yeah. So How would you change it? So as governor, I understand my left and right limits and my authorities, right? And so I'm kind of a geek when it comes to, I guess, knowledge, when it comes to doing a job, just like being a special forces Green Beret. You know, I pride myself on being proficient in my skill sets. Well, as governor, I appoint commissioners. I appoint those fish and wildlife commissioners. Well, I will tell everybody right now, we need to have a balance within that board of commissioners. And our laws require that we have a balance and that hunters and anglers have just representation on that board. And it is clear that the fact that we suspended the spring beer hunt, that we don't understand the value of the North American model, that is concerning to me. And I love that the point that you bring forward Semi, you yourself are not one of those generational hunters, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so that should tell you something. The fact that I'm not a generational hunter, but I understand the value and importance of this. And yep. many of these folks are on this board and they should bring to that board subject matter expertise and knowledge of the importance of, of ecology, right? Apparently they're lacking on that. They don't understand mm -hmm. the simple concept that we have disturbed the natural order of wildlife <laughs> conservation. But Simi, I look, I, I, 
I've I've you know been involved with state agency game wild you know game and fish agencies, wildlife and fisheries, Department of Natural Resources, whatever you want to call them. All of them have commissions. Yes. The vast majority of commissions are politically based. Yes. Okay. It is political, mm-hmm. and there's going to be political pressures on you to fill those those roles too. Yeah. You know, hey, help me out. Hey, I'm interested. Hey, Sammy, you want to get reelected for governor? Come on. Yeah. No. So they, they've already tried. Um, I'm a I'm a very simple person with a capacity for learning and knowledge retention. I'm trying to be humble here. I'll just simply say this. I can't be bought, right? I, I've lived through death. I shouldn't even be sitting here talking to you, right? Um, I was blessed to be alive. I, I left DNA in the streets of Baghdad. I fought and bled for my nation. So the, the, the Constitution in this nation and that flag over my left shoulder, whether you can see it or not, means everything to me. And leaving mm-hmm. this nation and this state in a better place for my children and my grandchildren that, that, is, that is everything that I will fight for and die for, whether in combat mm-hmm. or not in combat. So you can't buy me. They've already tried. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come to me and say, you know, Simi, why don't you be lieutenant governor instead of governor? Because we have a candidate, an establishment candidate, right? Uh, he has all the political support. All the politicians in Olympia are with him. And it's factually accurate. All of them are with this other gentleman. None of them are with me. And it's not because I'm a felon or there's something wrong with me. It's just that I'm not <laughs> the chosen one. But I don't think I want to be the chosen one. The other thing is, I'm not backed by big money donors, right? Well, again, if it comes with clause and terms, well, that's hey. unconstitutional. Of the people, by the people, for the people. If that doesn't mean anything to anybody else, it sure as that means a lot to me. So hey. I can't be bought. I couldn't be, mm-hmm. I won't be. And in terms, and when you talk about fighting to keep my office, oh, my, my brother, when I gave mask choice or led mask choice to take those masks off of children when they were dying and they were in a mental health crisis and they weren't able to learn and they threatened to sue me, which they did, and recall me. And I said, I don't care. Recall, sue, do your best. What are they going to do? I, I will hey. not use my office to protect me. No, that's not how I would. Well, you know, we don't have much influence. We don't have, I would say, zero influence in the, you know, we have a lot of people listen to this. Washington State people hopefully are listening to this and saying, ah, if this guy's pro-hunting, pro-hunters, probably has my vote. Yeah. Um. Let me let me do this, and not to belabor the point, um, because I know you've got a, a dinner to get to, um, and I like to keep things short, sharp, Thanks, and to brother. the point. Any, what's your message to the hunting community in Washington State? Here's your opportunity. Here's your here's your stump. Yeah. Talk to the hunters of Washington State. So I don't have much of a stump speech for them, but I'll just speak my mind and heart as I do all the time. I don't do the speech time. Um, I've met with many of them, right? And so this whole thing started off with people just asking me questions and I told them the truth and it happened to be what it is. I happen to have written on it. I happen to be aware of it. It happens to be important to me and you don't hear other politicians talk about it. I don't know why, 
right? And I don't look at hunters and anglers as as a voting base. I look at this issue as something that is important to our state. It is important to our state uh, conservation. It's important to our citizens' rights and civil liberties. But to my brothers and sisters who are hunters and anglers, you all are an amazing group of patriots. And I don't care what your party is, what your ideology is. The fact that you're willing to fight for something that is near and dear to you, that is generational to you in many cases, the fact that you are holding true to what is important, this is what America is all about. And the people that I've met, and I've been in large groups of y'all, you welcomed me in like a brother from another mother. And so, yeah, we're family. And, and so I'm, uh, I'm in good company. I'm with you. I stand with you. So it's more like family. And you don't sell anything to family, right? You don't do that. And so, no, I'm with you because it's the right thing to do. Otherwise, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe we wouldn't be having this conversation. But no, um, th this is important for us. Keep fighting. That's my message. Um, on the 27th, um, I need to be in Olympia. Um, I need to get on and register to speak on that, but I'll be there in one way or another to support uh, those who will Good. be speaking. I'll stand right beside Good. you. And I don't have to mention that I'm running for governor. I, I, I'm not that guy. I don't have to pander, right? I, I'm not that kind of guy. Uh, this is important. And uh, I'm more of the kind of leader that likes to elevate others. Uh, I'm a watchdog. I'm a sheepdog. I'm a warrior. So I, I choose to protect others, to do the right thing, to take the difficult right over the easy wrong. Um, this is something we must, we must stand united on. So I'm going to fight with you. And when I get elected, I'm going to do the right thing. And the right thing is to make sure we have a good commission that recognizes what the right thing is. And that is that model. It's holding true to the model. It's making sure we have commissioners who understand it. And that's not politics. This should not be political. You're right. It is. It shouldn't be. And that's a shame. We need to fix that. Like I said, I don't care what your politics are. I don't care what your party is. This is the right thing to do, regardless of your party, regardless of politics. It's right. The model is right. I stand by it. I stand with it. And I will ensure it. Standing. Thank you, Sammy. Good luck with the election. Good luck with the run. And uh, we're all cheering for you, right? Thanks, brother. Anytime you let me know, I'll be back with you. It's good seeing you. All right, stay there. <laughs> well, that's it for today. Appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting.